0: Hey, 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 everybody. Dr. Bula here with the Staying Connected with Dr. Ian Buhler podcast. And today we've got a real treat for you. Um, this podcast is going to feature none other other than the one and only Dr. Emily Savage, associate extraordinaire at the Revive Upper Cervical Clinic here in Cranberry Township. Um, Dr. Savage is one of the most brilliant docs I know. She shies away from the mic or the camera, so any opportunity we have to share it, of course, in our own sadistic way, we do, um, because it's worthwhile information. Um, And in this case, Dr. Savage is going into sort of a different way that we look at scoliosis in the the upper cervical chiropractic world and kind of a just a different understanding, a deeper understanding of what is relatively a misunderstood condition and a relatively common one, too. I mean, um, it's it's one of those things that you probably know uh, one or two people that actually have it. You just don't know that they have it. And so it's just a, a, a matter of awareness. But if you run into someone who's dealing with it, this is just one of those podcasts that has valuable information that could help them find the stability that they need. And in this case, to help them get back to activities that involve a lot of movement, a lot of um, um, kind of like, um, I I don't know what to say other than bouncing up and down, like horseback riding, gymnastics, cheerleading, sports, um, anything that requires that active spine, you know, um, scoliosis can really put a hamper on that. So it's an important topic. And uh, hopefully, it finds its way to someone who needs the information. And if it's not the topic you're looking for, and you need other information, you can always reach out and uh, and contact me directly at Dr. Ian Bulow on all social media platforms. I always appreciate it when we stay connected this way or in other ways. So, hope you enjoy.
1: Hi everyone, Dr. Emily Savage here with Revive Upper Cervical Chiropractic. All month long we've been having different conversations about men's health, but one of the other topics we like to highlight is also scoliosis um, because it's also Scoliosis Awareness Month. So there's this old adage that says, as the twig is bent, so grows the tree. And so as chiropractors we often find that that particular sentiment holds kind of a lot of weight in our profession. And when I ask if you have any idea as to what scoliosis is most people have a general understanding of what that is but if I ask you what causes scoliosis it's a little bit of a different question so when we look at the spine from the side we do want there to be curves in it you should have a curve in your neck and your low back you should have a curve in the opposite direction then in the mid back and so these curves are really great They're designed for support and adding some flexibility to the spine, but they're also great for shock absorption and kind of allowing a more equal distribution of the forces that we encounter on a day-to-day basis, like gravity. But when we look at the spine from the front, you actually really want it to be more straight up and down. So when we start to see these side-to-side deviations and shifts in the spine, that's when we start to think more about scoliosis. So if you look at our little blue figure here, you will notice he's got some curves in his spine um, that are going out from side to side or causing a little bit of head tilt there, um, an unequal level of the shoulders as well as in the pelvis, which then translates all the way down to the legs and the feet. So. There are several factors that can cause scoliosis, some of them are more congenital, some are more structural, and some of them end up starting out as neurological. So in a 2021 study published by the Journal of Musculoskeletal Disorders and Treatments, um, they looked a lot at biomechanical concepts that are kind of at play when it comes to initiating and progressing scoliosis. So, one of those was named to be a, again, a neurological imbalance. So, subtle neurological imbalance of the bilateral paravertebral muscle tone could be a plausible causative factor for scoliotic deformation initiation. So basically what that means is that there's an unequal muscle tone of the muscles running right up and down alongside the spine there. Um, That can start kind of that side-leaning shifting of the spine. Um, spinal growth and imbalance of the paraspinal muscles both result in biomechanical instability, leading to progression of the scoliotic curve. So that part says as you continue that kind of imbalance from side to side, one side of those muscles are going to contract and strengthen and kind of grow almost, if you will. So grow in strength. And then the other side is being a little bit more Stretched out, so they're not doing their job as well. We've got postural reflex centers um, in the brain that are responsible really for kind of helping us to stay upright and maintaining every aspect of our posture. But they stated that the upper cervical craniocervical junction misalignment may induce a neuromuscular imbalance, leading to functional leg length discrepancy and is associated with scoliosis. So, basically, when we're talking about that, it really kind of brings to the surface the importance of getting the spine checked, especially in patients who may already have scoliosis, or especially in children that are growing and developing, right? So, that upper cervical misalignment can cause alterations in Posture and muscle tone, and have really kind of downstream effects all the way down to looking at leg length inequality. So, again, one of the other aspects of kind of scoliosis and its development that the study reviewed was different activities, and again, how they can be related to that progression and initiation. So, over time, um, stress may cause compression. Of the osseous structures um, and contribute to vertebral wedging which basically says your bones can become deformed and um, a little bit unlevel and kind of start to wedge which again is going to lead to a progression of that side-to-side curve and so they look not just at stress but how unequal it is and so what causes these things Oftentimes, in kids, it's carrying a book bag and maybe not carrying it with both straps on all the time, but kind of carrying it on one side and allowing all of the stress to be absorbed by one side only. So at Revive, we evaluate the thermal balance or the temperature balance on either side of the spine at every visit, but we also look at the postural balance at every visit when we look at leg checks. So all of these things have been known to change before and after adjustments. So it's really important to make sure that your spine is in alignment, you've got that proper communication between the brain and the body, so that you don't have that neurological imbalance that's allowing for that abnormal contracture of different muscles, which may lead to the development of scoliosis. So if you or anyone you know may be looking for different treatment options that aren't surgery for scoliosis, please share this video with them because we would love to help them either here or give them somebody locally out there a way that could help them as well. So thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next time.